right, how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And we are back with uh, something that came out of request, but we called it Roast Night with this movie, <laughs> The Velocipaster. Yep, that's right. We're doing it. It was requested. <laughs> and we did. It was... <laughs> We've done it. You're welcome, I guess. Whoever you were, you magnificent velociraptor you man i was ready for i was ready for this movie i was pumped i listened to victorious's dinosaur warfare legend of the power source ep to get ready for this film never even heard of that i was ready and then i watched it and i was like oh no what (laughs) say i'm a little glad i didn't hype myself up for this one but it let me down a lot it's a strange movie to hype yourself up for dan yeah you know it's it's ridiculous just like that ep is for victorious so i was all ready for it and then it wasn't very good well i knew it wouldn't be good of course but you know, it could have been better than what it was. <laughs> oh, Dan's giving away his uh his thoughts early. You know, I mean, if we're doing like initial thoughts, I gotta say, I feel a little bad about uh, I feel a little bad about calling this a roast night. You know, I uh, I don't know if I want to roast it. <laughs> hmm, I'm kind of with you a little bit, Fox. Of course, Terry. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> we all do. <laughs> How dare you? I'm not that predictable. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> if it's a movie like this, I know you've seen them all, Terry. That's true. Had you seen this one before, TV? No, I had not. I hadn't. I mean, it, I'd seen it on Amazon Prime, and it almost been picked several times on a Saturday night after a couple <laughs> beers, but it never made the cut for whatever reason. Terry always snaps these movies to me, and they're weird movies. It's like Ninja Man versus Kung Fu cameo from sasquatch movie on amazon <laughs> cameo from sasquatch. <laughs> he's always got beer when he's doing it speaking of amazon man i'm pretty sure two of you watched it before me because it popped up at number one on my popular on amazon prime for some reason when i pulled it up <laughs> you know yes it was number two on my uh picks for you from amazon prime or whatever very suspicious. <laughs> I had to search it out to find it. I had to as well. Oh, must have been us then, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if it's two people watching it, that's probably a 200% increase in viewership. This is getting significantly more popular, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me just get through the logistics stuff for it here pretty quick then. Before we jump into it, uh, The Velocipaster was released in 2018. It is directed by Brendan Steer, who is also the writer for it, and I believe this is a a feature film length version of a school project he started on. Yeah, it was a trailer first. He made like a Grindhouse style trailer for it. Currently on IMDb, it has a 5.4 out of 10 with 1,217 reviews. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 58% tomato meter. Which is higher than Kangaroo Jack, I might say. <laughs> well, well, and well. Seventy-five percent audience score. Seventy-five percent. What the heck? Seventy-three ratings from the audience members. Seventy-three ratings. Okay, there was why. Yeah, and, and to be fair, the people who would bother to seek it out probably know what they're in for. Yeah, let alone <laughs> write a review. 
Fox, how about you give us the synopsis? I'm curious. Oh, and this is a new one. We're changing it up on me tonight. So Velocipastor, yeah, is about a man of the cloth who, who uh, he loses his parents and decides to go on a pilgrimage where God can't find him to prove to himself that God is real, which apparently is somewhere in Asia. I guess he didn't think God would be in Asia. In China. China, that's it. And he comes into the possession of a big tooth. We don't know what the tooth is. It's a big tooth. And he cuts his hand on the tooth. And it gives him the power to put on a T-Rex suit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? He's transforming into a T-Rex. Not even a Velociraptor. <laughs> a T-Rex. I'm still not convinced that the power wasn't just to give him a T-Rex suit. Oh, and there's ninjas too. Don't forget about ninjas. Yeah, you know, it's just an all-around kind of classic cliche American action movie. I, I think, you know. Pretty uh, pretty stock stuff there. <laughs> yep, it all tracks. Pretty predictable, yeah. What a great synopsis. I love it. Thank you very much. Two of you already said what your uh, thoughts were on this one, so maybe three. So does that leave me? That's just you, yeah. Go on. Oh my gosh, been called out. Well, I, I honestly don't know what to think about this movie. Like, it's it's obviously not a good movie, but that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy watching it, I guess. At times, there are some things that I did like about it, but it's not like a good movie, I'd say. These are hard <laughs> to categorize for me. It's tricky because, and I mean, I think it's almost on purpose too. They make it very clear that they're not like trying to make a good movie in quotation marks. You can tell they're just having fun with it and they did not set out to make something good. They just set out to make something ridiculous and awful on purpose but that's a bad way to say it as awful i guess it's i don't know these are hard to categorize for me these kind of movies yeah one of the first things in this movie that like just lets you know what kind of movie it is is when his parents die in an explosion instead of cutting to an explosion it just cuts to like a insert video effects here cue card and then it gets back to the guy screaming about his parents dying Man, that's when I knew this movie was going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had the opposite effect going in, right? As soon as I saw that, it, I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> I wanted to see, like, a terrible effect or something. I didn't want to see some fourth wall breaking crap in here. Part of the fun of watching the bad movies is to see how they try to do something good and it just turns out terrible, right? So for me, I'm just like, man, they're being real lazy and trying to pull a self-referential joke. But it's like, when you're doing that, you still gotta, you gotta do something, right? You can't just look at the camera and wink when you're not doing anything. When they did that, I was like, oh, no, it's going to be one of these kinds of bad movies. Yeah, I think I would have preferred it if they maybe like had like at least a miniature or something just blatantly like not, you know, real still, but caught it on fire or something. Have like a Hot Wheel that they've lit on fire <laughs> or something. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like those kind of jokes. Sometimes the movies that kind of set out to be like, ha ha, we're a bad movie, like get it kind of thing, you know? It's like we don't even have the special effects. Sometimes that gets kind of grating on me a little bit. This one doesn't do that the whole time. There's, a, I think there's a fine balance between like, you know, that and then just being kind of bad in other ways, but maybe more entertaining ways. There, There is, but 
they make a lot of weird choices with some of the scenes in this film. <laughs> and not just from like bad camera work or like ridiculous cuts to things that last less than a second long or whatever. Like that that's funny. But they do some weird like I don't even know how to describe it where they just like put six different shots going on at once and then like flash colors and stuff at you. And it's so out of the blue and weird and it's like doesn't fit at all <laughs> i believe you're referring to the coitus scene well that and then there's another part they do it too oh where the priests the two priests are talking and like the heads pop up and start talking and it's like one's lit red and one's green oh i liked that scene that was very stylish yeah i i don't know if i'd call it stylish more like a jumbled mess <laughs> Oh, I mean, you know, it definitely feels like a student film. Like this dude is just throwing in a whole bunch of different techniques and has like, I don't know, five days to make it. Very much got that vibe. And I felt like it had a lot of heart and it was very honest about the circumstances involved in its production. Yeah, that that's true. But at the same time, like with that fourth wall breaking humor and stuff, it's like when they do that, it makes me think, okay, they're just... They're trying to ape it a little too much, you know? And that gets rid of the charm, really, of watching the bad B-movies. And then it, to me, with like those weird, those weird scenes we were talking about, it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel right, really. I don't know. It, it's hard to explain. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'll just say that. It felt like they were trying too hard to be bad. Well, that's weird because like the lovemaking scene when there's all those shots and it's all the crazy colors. I thought that was like the best quote unquote filmmaking in the whole movie. I was like, is this the best scene in the movie? Like this actually felt like a really stylistic and almost like a music video kind of thing. I was really impressed by it actually compared to the rest of the movie. I feel like it's one of the most like tasteful, wholesome, like sex scenes I've ever seen in a movie, to be honest. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, so we get into work, and Mike is like, Hey, Fox, did you watch the movie? And I'm like, No, not yet. And he's like, I think you're really gonna like the sex scene. I liked it. And I was like, What? What are you talking about? Like, why would you say that? Oh, man. But I gotta say, I, I ate my words, like... Yeah. Yeah, he told me today, he's like, I can see why you said that, Mike. <laughs> I liked it a lot, too. You know, like, if someone said that to me out of context, I'm like, wow, you know, what a creep. But yeah, watching the movie, it's like, wow, that was actually, like, a really well done scene. Wow. Like, it really stands out compared to the rest of the movie, I think. Yeah, it stands out because it's junk. That's what? why it stands no, out. No, no, no. You want to watch junk? I recently watched The Room. Go watch that sex scene none of these are gonna be good i think we're forgetting here none of these are gonna be good well that's why i think this stands out because i think it is pretty good no it's so i hated it i like it i mean it's not like it's not gratuitous i feel like these movies often like you know throw in like a gratuitous scene to be like well here's at least something you can enjoy but i feel like this really you know they like intercut the love making with some like positive moments from their relationship building and threw a fun indie rock song behind it and it was nice it was very wholesome yeah yeah it might be wholesome but it's hard to see all that when you've got six to eight different panels showing stuff at the same time i'm like i what am i supposed to be looking at 
It's an experience, Dan. You experience. It's an experience I didn't like. I disagree that that was a sex scene. All they did was make out. They had their clothes on still. You've seen Top Gun, right? <laughs> <laughs> the ending of it was just what cracked me up. Because usually in these movies, yeah, it's like the long pan up the woman's leg up to her face. But it was it was the dude. And it was just him <laughs> this, like tiny one. <laughs> it was so funny. That was great. That was funny. I don't know. A ways back, we reviewed uh, Troll 2. That movie is just bad. Horrible. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed watching Velocipaster like a million times more than I did watching Troll 2. What? No. <laughs> Troll 2's got so many funnier scenes in it than Velocipaster does. I consider Troll 2 to be like smoking a full pack of cigarettes. It's an hour and a half of my life that I'll never get back. But you'll never forget it. I try so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Troll 2 is interesting to look at because it's a movie where literally everything went bad. And they all thought they were making a good movie. When I laugh at that movie, it's just because it, I think it's more out of pity <laughs> for that. Well, but yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I did enjoy watching this movie. It's pretty goofy. It takes itself not seriously at all. Everything's like over the top. Yeah. And it's like a different way of watching it. Yeah. Cause we're troll too. You guys are, you're right. It's like a more like, haha, we're laughing at you. And in this movie, when they make the jokes, you like, you know what they're going for. And it actually is kind of funny sometimes. You can like laugh with the movie. It's kind of a different type of bad movie. Sometimes. So I'll just tell there's two scenes I liked in this film. The rest I was not a big fan of. There was occasionally some funny things like them panning up the guy's leg was pretty funny. That reminded me of something out of like Naked Gun or whatever. So I won't credit that to being like a B-movie trope or anything. The two scenes I liked were when the evil Chinese man was telling his plan to the American ninja guy, and then they start having the <laughs> um, maniacal laugh scene, and then the American ninja guy's like, ho, 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 ho. and then the, the guy looks at him and is like, what the heck are you doing? And then they keep switching up their laugh style. That was pretty funny. And then when he finally puts on the T-Rex suit and starts fighting all the ninjas at the end. I was like, now this is what I came here to see. <laughs> and I loved that part. It was so great. It was in its B-movie greatness right there, I thought. Yeah, it is goofy. I wish we got to see him in the full goofy T-Rex or Velociraptor <laughs> outfit more than just at the end. But... It's pretty goofy when it happens. You can obviously tell that that guy cannot see what he's doing in there. <laughs> it's so funny. Nor is he tall enough for the suit because it has a big hump <laughs> on the back of its neck where, where his head, head is. is. You can see the <laughs> hole at the bottom. <laughs> That's why I think it's not in there more because it blatantly has a big rip right in the dinosaur crotch. <laughs> but it's so funny. That was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, there's a part where he like falls over yeah. while they're fighting. And then I wanted to see him try and get back up, but it very like <laughs> there's a very big cut right there. And then he's just back up fighting. Yeah, yeah. For me watching these movies, it, it's fun watching them fail. 
right? That's what I like seeing out of it. Not the I'm purposefully doing weird things because it's a B movie. Ha ha ha. It's like watching them take what limited resources they have and try and make something out of it. That's where the fun comes in for me. So I think that's why I didn't care for most of this film. I think it's kind of both, though. You know, I'm kind of with you usually, like Sharknado, all those like uh, sci-fi movies where it's like five-headed shark attack, sharktopus versus giant crocodile. Like that stuff is just lame and they're just doing it because, I don't know, people think those are good or something. I don't know how they're making any (laughs) money off of those because they're not funny and they're just like, it's a blatant like weird cash grab. I don't know where the mar- like market is for it, you know? It's like, look at us, we're so goofy, but I'm, I'm usually not as into that, but I think this one does kind of strike a balance because it's like, we're trying to do something with the very limited budget we have, and I guess we're embracing it too. And I mean, some of the jokes don't hit as well when, yeah, they do kind of just like look at the camera and wink at you, but it's not that big of a deal, I don't think, in this movie. I don't think they do that too often to really turn me off from it. Do feel like the big difference is, yeah, like these people know what they're capable of. Like, imagine what this guy could have done with the budget of Sharknado. Maybe make Sharknado actually <laughs> interesting and not boring. Only the asylum could take that concept and make it boring. Yeah, it's like asylum has, like, I guess no heart to it. Whereas I feel like this movie at least has heart to it and it feels like they worked really hard on something, even if they only had whatever very limited funds. They had $35,000. See, it it feels like that to me, and then they do things like the insert VFX shot here, and then I'm like, really? Come on. It, it's a lot of, like, dual feelings I get from the film. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of heart in some of it, like when they've got the guy in the T-Rex suit fighting the ninjas um, or ripping up mannequins, which is funny, and then there's those things and just the weird shots for the sake of being weird in here too and it's like you you you're losing me here (laughs) you know i've got to say i think it's very difficult to make a movie like this and do it actually well and right because there's a fine line between just making a pile of junk and then making something that's a pile of junk but you enjoy watching it and have fun with it it's got heart in it but you can say, like, do this, you can tear it apart all you want, but you don't want to. You know, it's very hard to hit that line for some people in movies. And it's always the best ones, like Troll 2 or all those, they're always unintentionally bad. So you get into the weird thing with this one where it's like, it's intentionally being bad. So it's it's not going to hit the same like B-movie heights as something like Troll 2 would. Well, I that's even subjective too because Fox and I hate Troll 2 so much. I think I always feel better when I know the people making it are like in on the joke because like I don't like feeling embarrassed for people that they thought they were making something good and then it winds up being Troll 2. That's just awkward for me. But then crap like Sharknado, you give them $2 million and they try to make a garbage film with $2 million. I I see your point. Maybe I'm just callous because I'm like, I'm not going to ever meet these people. I don't care. Well, no, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, like, (laughs) I think, yeah, I think humor and comedy is subjective, obviously. And we all feel it's probably our most divisive genre between the four of us, you know? Well, then we're getting into the mixture of a comedy and a b movie 
I mean, that muddies the waters some, but it's like, is this more going for the comedy angle or is it going for the B-movie angle? It's trying to do both, I think, but I, it doesn't work so well for me because all, all the B-movies that I like aren't really comedies. They're not like winking at the camera being like, this is bad. They're just bad in general, <laughs> and it's funny to watch it fail. When it's a comedy, it's, yeah, that it, it just muddies the waters some, because it's like, all right, you're making fun of the genre, but that's not what I would like the B-movie genre for. <laughs> I think also, like, part of my, like, I guess, kind of the way I see these, right? So this was, like, based on a Grindhouse trailer he made, right? And, like... I don't know if I've really seen that many true Grindhouse movies besides obviously the two back-to-backs in Grindhouse. You know, like those are like my cornerstone, like this is what a Grindhouse movie is because they're so blatantly, this is what a Grindhouse movie is. I mean, they called the double feature Grindhouse. So like my, my understanding of that genre this is kind of loosely inspired by is so vague and unrefined. I feel like most Grindhouse movies probably have even a higher budget than this, but I haven't. I don't know. I guess I don't know what is classified as like a Grindhouse style movie. I don't know. What do you guys think about the main actors in this movie? The dude and the girl and I don't know. I guess the, uh, the other priest, his best friend, the mentor. They're all right. Better than... Most people in B movies, <laughs> right? For the budget, I feel like they did a pretty good job. Like if I was back in college trying to make like a short film, I would be so happy to have either like the main actors. Yeah, for sure. But then again, that kind of like pulls you out or pulls me out of it because like obviously these people aren't your real B movie like actors because they actually know what they're doing, right? So <laughs> you don't get blank stares directly into the camera. Or Things like that. Just speaking the lines. <laughs> I think I like the girl the best. Uh, I can't remember her character's name, but his love interest. I thought she was probably the, the best actor of the bunch. Carol. <laughs> yeah. I thought she did a really good job. Yeah, I thought she was good. I, I was really impressed that they uh, they got Matt Damon to be able to play the lead in this. He did look <laughs> like him. He didn't look like Matt Damon. Damon. He looks a little bit like Matt Damon. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He don't look nothing like Matt Damon. <laughs> he looks exactly like Matt Damon. He has the Matt Damon haircut. He definitely looks like $100 a day Matt Damon. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at him right here. He don't look nothing like Matt Damon. But yeah, so yeah. I thought he did a good job, though. I liked him. He was fine for this movie, you know. <laughs> Low expectations aside. Of course, but man, when the um the other priest guy, I was not seeing it coming when all of a sudden we get like his entire backstory. <laughs> the Vietnam backstory? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just him in like a fake wig and a blonde mustache. <laughs> I loved the Nom flashback so much. <laughs> man, when his friend Ali's talking to him, Ali or Ali, whatever his name was, was like... When you've got your five kids, you smile and you tell them you're named after your old war buddy. Never been shot once in the entire war and did it with a smile. <laughs> I was just cracking up. That was a pretty good, like, comedy sketch, I feel like. It was pretty, pretty good play on the old classic, yeah, talking to the kid, the sergeant talking to the private, you know? Maybe it was just my mood. I don't know, you know, I came home... It was uh, the night when my girlfriend works late, so it was just me, and I 
fired up some wings in the oven, got a brew, it'd been kind of a long day at work, and there's so much maniacal laughing in this movie. I don't I I I guess I felt like this movie was a little infectious at times with its good-natured, you know, I don't know, clichés and <laughs> humor. I did like some of the scenes um like when he's kind of like half transformed where he's got like the dinosaur arm, like just the rubber dinosaur arm on. <laughs> when he like rips through the um the confession chamber and reaches out to that mermaid guy or whatever his name is. Frankie Mermaid. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was actually like a really cool like scene. I thought you know maybe with a higher budget, this would have been like a really epic. I was like, oh yeah, he's going nuts. And then when he transforms in the exorcism thing and plucks out the other guy's eye, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these are kind of actually pretty cool. I was kind of impressed by it, even if yeah, it is just a rubber like plate, not <laughs> real arm. <laughs> I like the scene where Father Stewart's like. We need to exercise you. We need to get this demon out of you. And he takes him to like that, I don't even know, that black magic guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of goofy and they bring the velociraptor out of him. And I don't know. I don't have a ton to say about this one, really. I will say I feel like this is a very good proof of concept kind of thing, I think. I feel like if they'd somebody just it was like, here, okay, have like a couple million dollars and try and make this again. I I think I would really, really like this movie. I think it would be really cool. Like, But like if it kind of had more of like a budget, maybe like towards like Kung Fury or something like that, I think that I would really, really enjoy this a lot. It's a kind of, it's, I mean, it's a dumb idea, obviously, but it's also cool. He's <laughs> like, a werewolf, but he's a dinosaur instead of a wolf. That's a good idea. Kung Fury was great. That's what this movie was trying to be, I think. But Kung Fury succeeds where this one doesn't. Because Kung Fury's not really a B-movie, it's more of a comedy than a B-movie. It's obviously making fun of B-movies, but everything is actually good in there, so you can laugh at the jokes a lot more, I think. Whereas this one's kind of getting its identity lost, I think, between being a B-movie and a comedy making fun of B-movies. I mean, but I think B movies can be comedies too. That doesn't have; they're not mutually exclusive. That yeah, like Big Trouble in Little China is a good example of that. But that's also made by John Carpenter, who knows what he's doing. And I mean, it's, they had a higher budget as well. I think with Kung Fury, so for sure, yeah, for sure. This one's just not. It's weird. It's in a weird spot for me. I do wonder if this movie could have used the uh, the Kung Fury formula and just been like. 30 minutes long and just thrown out all of its gags real fast and skipped the little bits of filler we got and the more long drawn out scenes like I don't know if I wanted that but maybe it would have worked I would have loved that all killer no filler even if it's B movie killer that's that's <laughs> which is perfect actually now that I've said it <laughs> man the love making scene looks just like the cover of that album <laughs> just throwing it out there. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. There's a lot of pop punk in this movie that I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> not my style, but I was willing to let it slide, I guess. Yeah, I did not care for the music either. I was hoping for more like heavy metal or something, but that's okay. Or even like synthwave. That would have been cool. The only song I did like was, yeah, the love scene song. 
Man, I don't get what you guys like so much about that. I hated it. <laughs> Man, it's great. I'm going to go watch it again. No. <laughs> and not for the reasons you think. We swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tasteful. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Very stylish compared to the rest of the movie. I mean, I guess you could say that. You liked it better if he turned into the Velociraptor halfway through. <laughs> now that yeah. would have been golden. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. But then it wouldn't be as tasteful. But it's a B movie. What did you expect <laughs> out of these? Look, it was a highlight of the movie, so I'm so scared of changing it, you know? I think that's why it caught me off guard, was I was definitely expecting something gratuitous and not tasteful. I could have used more transforming into the dinosaur, though, in this movie for sure. Yes. When he fought all the ninjas, that was awesome. I loved that. I was like, this is what I came here to watch, but <laughs> you don't get that much. Even if we would have got some more of like, you know, when he fights the mugger for the first time where he's kind of like out of frame, stuff like that. Because there's a few montages in here where he's like training and going nuts and killing criminals or something, but it's all really like, you don't see any of the dinosaurs, so you get like a quick flash of like the head chomping on somebody's leg or something. But <laughs> I could have used more like a little more of him just patrolling the streets as the dinosaur and like slaying criminals. I don't know. It, it's the whole don't show it until the end type of thing for a monster movie, which is funny that they do it like this since they're monsters in this really bad suit. So that, that, that in ex itself makes it even funnier there at the end, but I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. That's, it builds to a good climax in quotation marks of the movie where it's like you finally see it in all its glory. Oh. And <laughs> he's just jumping around and there's like whack whack whenever his tail like maybe like slightly hit somebody <laughs> yeah you know that that was all on accident <laughs> it's a good joke but i think it's too long for that joke i guess i don't know i did want to see more of him in the suit actually fighting the ninjas and stuff like and he should have drop kicked somebody. Oh, that would have been oh, so funny. Like Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. When he flies across the screen. Yeah, slide along your tail and then just kick him. God no. <laughs> Don't you. now hang on just a minute. That would have been epic. Like the best finishing blow. That would have been awesome. Beat the boss, slide across twenty yards and kick the man. Yeah. I didn't think it was Pretty lame how the guy with the sword comes out and just walks up to his girlfriend and just kills her, or not kills her, slices her, and she just stands there after she beat up all the other people. I was like, really? Okay. That was very lame. Man, she was doing all the work. The Velociraptor pastor guy, he wasn't doing nothing. He was fighting like one dude, and in the background, she's like fighting like five people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where did she learn to be such a good fighter? That is what I wonder. Like, was she actually doing training? Like, uh, like a Batman training? We were watching his montage. Like, she seemed better than the main guy. Yeah. If I did have a criticism, it would be that in those action scenes, like especially the first one where he fights the mugger. Those cuts were very fast. There is a lot of shaky cam. This is probably all handheld, yeah. It's handheld and they're mimicking the style, so. I'd agree with that, though. Could have been taking its time a little bit with some of the suspenseful, I guess, 
where he's hunting the criminal with the gun. Man, well, are we ready for some overall presentation? I think so. Yeah, I'm ready. So we've got a scale that we use to rate movies around here. It goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it, in that order. We all kind of give a little summary of what we think, and then we try to average our scores out at the end. So we'll see how we do it with this one. (laughs) Sometimes it's a little tricky with these kinds of movies. (laughs) Yeah, it is tricky. Like I've said before, I have a hard time with these ones. Um, I had watched a movie called Thanks Killing three weeks before. It's about a killer turkey. Goes around and like kills people. And it actually wasn't really that good. This movie was a lot better than that. The turkey like talks in that and he's really mean and stuff. Like he calls people (laughs) obscenities a lot, but it sounds a lot cooler than it actually is. This one was actually kind of fun. I think if you've heard the title, The Velocipastor, you have a good idea if you're going to like this movie or not. I'd give it a watch it. I thought it was fun. It's got some goofy stuff in there. The When he's in the T-Rex suit, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's schlocky. It's fun. And the sex scene is very tasteful, and I liked it <laughs> for reasons we've talked about. Yeah. It sounds so weird out of context. Like, if I just audio clipped every time we're like, the sex scene was awesome. <laughs> Get the counter up. Put it on Twitter. How many times did we say we loved the sex scene? Besides Dan. <laughs> Post a picture of the guy standing with all the ninjas in his T-Rex thing, and then all of a sudden, the, the sex scene's awesome. I love the sex scene. Very tasteful. Run the reel. Quote. They could put that on the DVD box art. Run the reel says, the sex scene's awesome. Very tasteful. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've heard the title... You've probably got a good idea if you're going to like this movie or not, so. Yeah, I think Mad Mike pretty much hit the nail on the head there. If you hear the title, The Velocipastor, and you don't immediately just, like, either scroll past it or gag a little bit, you're, like, you're pretty much decided, I think, at that point. It is a lot of fun. It has a lot of heart. I don't know. I feel like it's very honest. You know, on a movie made on $35,000, that's just an extension of a student project, like... This is impressive, and I think they say, you know, hey, we could have made something really cool, but we couldn't, and we know we couldn't, and you know we couldn't, and I feel much better about that than I do watching uh, people who think they're making a good movie, I guess. So I had a lot of fun with it. It's, it's always refreshing for me whenever a director knows where they stand. So I gotta give it a watch. It. I had a good time, had a brew, had some wings, I was even alone, and it wasn't bad. It was kind of enjoyable. The sex scene is really tasteful. <laughs> 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 for reasons we've discussed. <laughs> That's a watch it from old Fox. Yeah, I was kind of surprised how much I liked this one too. Um, I was kind of worried that it was going to land in that kind of more sci-fi um, asylum style of bad B-movie, but I think they do strike a pretty decent balance in between kind of being a little bit of both, leaning on both ends of the spectrum. Um there are a couple moments where the humor isn't as funny, I don't think, like when they do the special effect car explosion, insert here joke, that kind of stuff. When you see the boob mic appear randomly, that kind of stuff, I don't know. It, it just isn't as funny to me, but um, the rest of it, I think, actually is pretty well done with the humor, when it's just like the characters interacting with each other. They're all kind of ridiculous in their own ways. The T-Rex slash raptor suit, whatever, what, whatever kind of dinosaur it is, is amazing. I'm so glad they decided not to use CGI with this because, man, yeah, they revealed it in its full glory at the end. It is totally worth it. So 
I think I'm going to give this one a watch it as well. The more I talk about it, the more I like it. I think it's just kind of a fun movie that makes me laugh. Oh, and also, yeah, the sex scene's really, really well done. It's very tasteful. Probably like the highlight of the movie, honestly. <laughs> Good grief. Good grief. All right. All right, you three. <laughs> Just join us, Dan. So I think I've thought of a good comparison here to get my point across about what I like about B-movies. Remember watching America's Funniest Home Videos on television? And laughing at all those poor fools who fail at doing things in everyday life and everything. So that's what I like to watch B-movies for, is watching people who think they're doing something good but absolutely failing at it. Great example is Troll 2. That movie fails on every level, but I love it because of that. And it's so, like, genuine and sincere. It's it makes it funny in a good way, even though it's bad. That's what I like B-movies for. And this isn't that at all. It's obviously people who know how to make a movie that are just, they took $35,000 and it's like, let's make a B-movie because we can't make anything more with it. And I don't know. It doesn't feel right at times. With the, the humor they use, like Terry noted, with the insert VFX here, or the knowing winks at the camera, but then still doing it anyways. I'm not a big fan of that. I would have rather they went the Kung Fury route if they were going to do something like that and just make it over-the-top ridiculous and a comedy, pretty much. Instead of trying to blend it between a comedy and an actual B-movie. Because I was just bored throughout most of this, honestly. I thought a lot of the jokes were lame and all that comes back to them just, I don't know, trying to make, make fun of B-movies. It's hard to explain my criticism and why I didn't really like it. Hopefully I did an okay job so you could understand. But um, yeah, I just, it wasn't very good, I didn't think. The best parts, like I said, was the end when he got in the suit and was fighting all the ninjas. I was like, I want more of this. This is actually pretty humorous and funny to watch. And the sex scene was not good. It was <laughs> terrible, even. Blasphemy. It was terrible. They have this terrible song choice. They go from, I don't know, doing a, a naked gun type gag to just like six panels on the screen all doing things at once and you can't tell what the heck's going on. And it's flashing bright colors at you to distract you. It's, oh, I hated it. And they do it with the training montage, too. And it's, it's terrible. It just comes out of nowhere. And it feels like them just doing something weird to be doing something weird because, haha, it's a B movie. Get it? I don't, wouldn't think a B movie would do that either, really. It, it's weird. I didn't like it at all. Um, I'm a, Say this one's not worth your time, so I'm a, a burn it. Actually, oh. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch Star Wars Episode Nine over this. So <laughs> how could you? <laughs> that's that's pretty bad considering how much I hated that movie and keep bringing it up to make fun of it. So <laughs> I did not like this much at all. <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, we got what three watchets and a burn it. Yeah. So that's still a watch it, though. 
Velocipaster, the roast night, but we only have one roaster. <laughs> Man, this always happens when we do a roast night. Someday we'll find one that we all can hate together. We need a like a full roast where we all burn it. That's when it's going to be a roast right there. Oh, we know one movie that we could do that on. Oh, God. One that I never want to watch again. Is it American Psycho 2? That's not the full title, Terry. Oh, God. (laughs) All American Girl. (laughs) I hate that movie. Man, I'm so glad I missed that one. That's the worst movie I've seen. I'd I'd watch Troll 2 over that any day. Man, American Psycho 2, All-American Girl, like, it's done an achievement of elevating every other movie I've ever watched by watching that one. It's true. It's it's set the bar lower than I thought it could be set. (laughs) (laughs) And therefore raising everything else in comparison. (laughs) Watch Ring of the Nibelungs. That's that's better. I'd rather watch that over All-American Girl. (laughs) That thing was awful. (laughs) I'm also glad I missed that one. Only Dan and I watched that long time ago. When we were like kids. We learned a valuable lesson then about getting suckered. So uh, so what do we want to do for next week? Are we still in a dinosaur mood? I love dinosaurs. Hmm. I have been meaning to watch more, uh, you know, classic golden era films. Rawr. <laughs> do you hear that? Who let the dinosaur in? Rawr. It sounds, but it's getting closer as if it was fathoms away. You might even yeah. say, oh, 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 no. He's here. Well, that definitely was a lot closer than 20,000 fathoms. <laughs> it's going to tear the city apart. Sorry if that hurts your eardrums. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not sorry. You're going to make me watch this movie from 1953. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad thing. It's the beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Yep, that's right. We're going to watch, we're going to do some dinosaur movies for our next series. And the first up is The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Yeah. Never heard of it, but it looks like there's a beast and he's happens to be a dinosaur and he goes nuts. If I wanted to know more, where could I go to find out more about this uh, this movie and this show? Oh, that's a great question, Fox. So, if anyone's curious about where to find us, they can find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Run the Real. And if they want to like send us an email, send us their own requests, they can send them our way at runtherealpodcast@gmail.com. Hit us up. We're taking requests. We'll do them eventually. Yeah. We did this one. That's right. We even did Velocipaster, so you know we're, we will do just about anything. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off. Mm-hmm.